0: so as you begin to settle into your posture recall your determination what you're going to do in this session checking the legs making sure they're comfortable conducive to meditation place them in such a way you don't need to so you don't need to consciously hold them in place do the same with the hands make sure the elbows are not too far not too close to the body shoulders are even relaxed just let go your back naturally straight comfortable and stable center your head and neck again so you don't need to consciously Hold your head and neck in place. Make sure the jaws are not too loose, teeth not clenched. Let the tip of the tongue touch slightly the back part of the upper teeth. In brief, just let the mouth, teeth, tongue rest in their natural places. the eyes be conducive to meditation. Also check the muscles of the face making sure that there are no tensions, that also the face, the muscles of the face are relaxed, resting in their natural places. By the time you've reached this point, you may have noticed a sense of ease has started to come into the feeling of how, you f- of how you feel the body. Stay mindful of this sense of ease as though the very awareness of its movement is your raft, your vehicle, taking you further into more and more profound states of meditation. Let the sense of ease infuse the rhythm of the breath. And as you observe the breath, merely knowing the outbreath when there is out breath occurring, merely knowing in-breath when there is in-breath occurring. Without having to worry about the quality of how your mind is focused, without having to worry about chasing away distractions if there are any let the breath occur naturally no need for you to control Your the only concern is as you breathe in do you know you're breathing in as you breathe out do you know you are breathing out Staying aware of the breath in this way, have a part of your mind, scan the posture, making sure that the posture is comfortable, that there is stability in the posture. And if you need to make adjustments to, adjust to arrive at this place of comfort and stability, make the adjustments. Staying aware as aware of the breath as you can. the adjustments and you have a sense of confidence in the posture that you are able to hold on to this posture for the duration of your meditation. And now your determination is as strong as you can make it. <sighs> Stay aware of just the breath. Bring your awareness only to the breath. Again, do not be concerned about how focused the mind is on the breath. Do not be concerned about whether or not the breath should be short or long. Don't even be concerned about whatever distractions may be present. (laughs) As much as you can, just know the out-breath when it is happening. Know the in-breath when it is happening. Out-breath, in-breath, back to out-breath. Try to maintain this continuity of awareness following 21 of such cycles. having stayed mindful of the sense of ease that began when you are settling into your posture you probably now notice how the sense of ease is now deeper than before how this very sense of ease has influenced the quality of the breath and the breath has taken on the quality of the sense of ease, and also the mind's awareness has taken on this quality of the sense of ease, and let your determination stay with you to continue to experience, to be aware of this ever-deepening sense of ease. like a raft taking you deeper into more profound states of meditation and from within this sense ever deepening sense of ease again recall the reason why you want to meditate let the natural reason come forth Then if it's not the highest motivation then transform it into the highest motivation that you could kev- ever come up with. An example, recalling how you suffer, witness others suffering, having experienced it in such an intimate way, you are deeply concerned about finding the antidote what is this knowing that you need to know that will help you become free of this condition of suffering and be determined to arrive at this knowing holding on to this determination And not shaking the sense of ease, not coming out of it, but allowing it to get deeper and deeper. Then bring your attention to the space in front of you, at the level of your eyebrows, at about an arm's length or prostration's distance from you as though you're searching for something in that very space. When you will have arrived at that place that you wish to arrive, where you have realized what you seek to realize, on what did you depend on? What was your ultimate, infallible guide what protected you from mistakes. You're viewing these in your mind, focusing on that point. Start to feel the presence of your guide, your teacher, appearing in a form made entirely of light, a form taken specifically to inspire you and to guide you to make contact with you. And while reviewing these in your mind, find that measure of conviction that you are indeed in such a presence. No matter what this measure of conviction may be, hold on to it once you have the slightest sense of it. and holding on to this measure of conviction in your mind show your reverence prostrate entrust yourself in your guide refuge. on to that measure of conviction, recalling that you are in the very presence of the means through which you will achieve your goal. Now show your gratitude, in your mind make offerings, offer things that you own, things which no one owns, things which exist only in your imagination, or offer a promise to either do something or to abstain from doing something. what is it that is obstructing you from this very moment realizing the goal you seek to realize understanding laws of cause and effect whatever experiencing experiences you are exper- you're experiencing must have come from something of your participation regretting whatever you may have done to have brought about these obstacles that you wish to be free of. Turn your mind to your teacher for protection and refuge. And according to your capacity, make a promise to restrain in the future. And to make up, think of something to do that will be as a makeup. let your mind become more refined through rejoicing think of any think of all measures of goodness that you can recall yours and others goodness which is being collected goodness which is in the form of potential not yet ripened goodness which has ripened either in the world or into full buddhahood and let your mind take great joy in all these measures of goodness especially rejoice for those who have achieved that which you aspire to achieve. Be aware of the sense of ease and continue your determination to remain in this ever-deepening sense of ease. And from within the state, now survey all beings, look at their conditions, the various problems they are experiencing. The happiness that keeps eluding them. And let compassion and love swell in your heart for them. While embracing them in this way, turn your mind again to the teacher, in that bright form, and feel through the teacher connected to all enlightened beings. As soon as you feel this connection beg the enlightened beings to please teach teach beings how to truly end their pain how to find true happiness and ask the enlightened beings to please remain stay and help all beings To the, recall the meditation you're about to do. Recall the merit you've just gained through these preliminaries and dedicate them to help you succeed in your meditation, to make further progress in your meditation. And focusing on the teacher in front of you. Recall those qualities again the perfect protector, the infallible guide. Then ask the teacher to come to the crown of your head. Feel this bright presence above your head, facing the same direction as you are. Think strongly of the obstacles that you're enduring and strongly wish to be free of them think of the qualities that you need to succeed and strongly wish to gain them beg the teacher for blessings so when you understand the true nature of reality intellectually you don't fall into either extreme of internalism or nihilism. qualities of the teacher above your head and aspire to become inseparable with the teacher to for you yourself to become the embodiment of those qualities through the force of your aspiration the form of the teacher dissolves into a point of light see and feel this point of light descend through the crown of your head see and feel it merge with your mind at your heart center and find that degree of affirmation that you have become one with the teacher and hold on to it for as long as you can your attention back to the breath staying aware of the breath slowly become aware of the body once more Legs, if you want to make yourself comfortable. <coughs> okay. Welcome, everyone. And I'm going to make the usual announcement and not keep my promise. I'll try to keep it short. I'll try <laughs> again, and so we can have more time to uh, for meditation. Okay, so we are meditating on wisdom, doing wisdom meditation, and as far as Buddhism is concerned, wisdom is the uh, looking for the true nature of reality. Have to have a direct, and and the reason for looking for the true nature of reality is that uh, it is a therapy for our suffering condition. You, if you are able to bring your mind to direct contact with the true nature of reality, that, uh, that uh, contact, that the impact of such a contact, will be so powerful that it will free you of the conditions that, that, uh, uh, that makes you experience suffering, that makes you experience limitations. And it's not, it doesn't happen only once, that as soon as you see emptiness directly, then you're free of all your problems. something that you have to continue to, to do, to engage over and over again. Okay. And uh, to be able to get your mind to have, to have that uh, uh, contact, you must have an understanding of what, what is it that is keeping you from understanding the true nature of reality, that is, what is the understanding that you have of the already, that your mind is, has already made up about what, what is the true nature of reality? And basically, um, looking for the, for, for the true nature of reality is not really looking for the true nature of reality. The, the process is really looking for what we think is not the tr- for what uh, we ign- ignorantly believe to be the true nature of reality. And you're doing a true search for that. You're doing a sincere search for it. Okay? And it is in not finding it that we end up with finding the true nature of reality. And it's, it's because of this, that's why the true nature of reality is not presented in any, as, as any positive entity. It is, re- it is presented simply as the absence of, of that ignorance. Okay? So when you're doing uh, meditation on emptiness... The, the, the wisdom that you sh- that you arrive at should be an absence and it shouldn't be just mere absence like uh, uh, you know like empty spaces absent of objects it's not just that kind of absence because you can even consider that kind of absence to be some sort of like a positive entity okay it is a search for something that the mind is convinced at the core level exists and then sh- exhausting all possible Places or possible means where this entity that the mind uh, uh, absolutely believes exists, and, and showing to the mind that it cannot be found, and then for the mind to have this final revelation that ah, oh, this 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 enti- this uh, this object that I uh, hold so dearly to exist cannot be found in any anywhere. So it, and then the mind. Uh, finally let go of, of grasping onto it as a, of thinking that it exists. So keep that in mind when you're doing meditation on emptiness. Emptiness is not some positive entity that you're looking for. You're not looking for experience of light. You're not looking for experience of bliss. You're not looking for any of those things. In the search when, you're, when, you, when your mind is uh... uh When the grasping is getting uh, looser, looser, right? When the grasping is is uh, is loosening, then whatever it is that, whatever degree of 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 this object that your mind was grasping grasping onto starts to fall away, and the very falling away of 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 this degree of of uh, of object that you are grasping onto. you you experience a certain uh, certain degrees of um, they call them releases. Okay, uh, it's like uh, you're free of thinking of of that aspect of the object that you thought existed, which doesn't exist. You're free of grasping onto it, to to it having some some sort some form of existence, and then being free of that, your mind becomes free of 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 the, of the of the imprisonment that that belief placed you into. And you start to experience maybe you start to experience lightness, you start to experience the different degrees of bliss. But the, the purpose of the of, of the of the of the meditation on emptiness is not to find that kind not to look for those bliss. And and finding those kinds of bliss are not necessarily a proof that you're getting necessarily proof that you're getting close to understanding anyway. Okay? It's just that when, when the mind is either, and, and those, those things that your mind uh, is uh, being free of are the kleshas. And th- the, the first degree of freedom that you experience with the kleshas are, are temporary, a temporary, uh, temporary, what? Temporary freedom? No. Temporary, it's a temporary condition. Of, of, of being, of being uh, free of, of their influence. And the very absence or the very uh, pacification of the kleshas brings about a, posi- a positive, it's not even a positive, but it feels like a positive experience of the mind being free, uh, of, 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 of uh, the mind experiencing, uh, uh, it's as like if the mind is contact, making contact with some positive entity, you know, bliss, freedom, but the bliss and the freedom is not a positive entity. Do you understand what I'm saying when I'm saying a positive entity? It's not something that is being created. It's it's not like you're destroying something and then something else is being created. It's like, you know, know, pinch your fingers and then you feel pain and when you stop doing that you get a sense of relief that you're not in pain anymore. So this, this sense of relief is not a positive entity in the sense that You remove the pain, and you put now uh, uh, some pleasure. Okay, so the the these good qualities, (laughs) sorry, this good quality that you're experiencing while you're being free, while the while the kleshas are being pacified, is just a byproduct. Okay, of your mind letting go of this object that it believes or this entity, this self nature that it, uh, that it believes absolutely exists, which doesn't exist. It's coming into direct knowing that it doesn't exist. Okay. Now, this object that doesn't exist, we have, to, we have to be very clear about what it could be. Okay. And this is not creating self-existence. It's not that like all of a sudden, to find emptiness, you must create a, uh, an object in your mind called uh, self-existence and then start doing something okay? you're supposed to look within you look at your mind looking and look at the mind to see what, what conclusion is the mind drawing about what, it, what, what the mind is experiencing okay? now uh, and this is where although every mahayana uh, uh, tradition whether it's it, 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 whether those Ma- those exist in one country or whether they exist in different countries they all, they all agree that madhyamika prasangika is the highest view mm-hmm. okay and uh, probably you will not find the terms a distinction uh, that distinction in other countries outside of tibet the distinction of 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 uh, saying they are there's Prasangika, there's Prasangika, there's Madhyamika, Prasangika, Chittamata, there's you know, all those different divisions. These divisions were not made by the, very, by the people that they are attributing those views to. Okay? These were made by scholars in Tibet trying to f- draw fine lines to see where, when this person was disagreeing with this person, who else agreed with that person, disagreement with that person, and who else was defending this person, that person and, and, and that's how they sort of uh, see oh this person is in that group this person is in that group and then they in Tibet they they made up the term Prasangika well they didn't make up Prasangika actually the term Prasangika was made up in the West <laughs> Western scholars came up with the term Prasangika and svatantrika because they were translating the terms that the Tibetans were using to make the distinction and since in the West we, 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 we keep going back to uh, when we don't have a term for something, we, we look somewhere else for it. And, and within Buddhism, within uh, Mahayana Buddhism, we look for Sanskrit terms. So if you look throughout those very Madhyamika texts, all those people who were arguing with each other, you will not find the term Prasangika in there. You will not find the term Prasangika in there. Okay. So have that understanding. That's why you can understand there is such disagreement among the various sects in, in Tibet as to exactly what is Tlatan Chika, as to exactly what is uh, Prasangika, okay? So you're not alone when you don't understand the distinction, okay? So as far as the ultimate is concerned, there is uh, an agreement as to its arriving at not finding what you thought existed that doesn't exist. They all agree with that, but as to ask you: What is it that you're that you're not finding? There's this agreement. So, just look at your own experience, okay? You did You probably most likely you never heard the term self-existence before until you came into uh, 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 Buddhist philosophy. And you are accused of holding that belief forever. And you say to yourself, wait a minute. I never even heard the term. How like, can you accuse me of holding such a belief? And they say that's the very reason why, why you are you're having all those problems. Because you keep saying things exist self-existently and you never heard yourself say it <laughs> before. So you have to look within yourself to find out what is it that they're pointing at? What is it that they're pointing to? that they are calling self-existent, grasping, okay? So, that's, so you have there's something crazy going on in the mind, and because of that crazy thing that's going on in the mind, it misunderstands the nature, it misunderstands what's being presented to it. Okay? It's like you're wearing, you know, uh, the, the example they gave is that you have, what's that thing? Jaundice or something? Yeah. yeah? And because of this condition of your <coughs> eye, you, uh, reality appears to you to have a, a specific character, a, spe- a characteristic that it doesn't have, that your eye is putting on it. Okay? Because it is appearing to you, it's very difficult for you to not see it, not, not think of it as actually being there. Okay? And the only way for you to come to know that it's not there that's not really there. Is when you examine what's being presented to you, is what is, what you, what, is, what is appearing to you, what it's, ap- what it's telling you it is, and you examine it to see if it is what it's telling you it is. Okay, so when you look at things, they seem to have th- they, they seem to be completely dependent. They seem to be completely discrete. They seem to be completely uh, like you no know, complete isolates. So. Then you examine to see, okay, you you tell me that you are a distinct dependent. Let's let's see if that is true. Then in finding that it is not true, then the then your mind the object the dependent disappears. And the very disappearance of this of this object depend, which is what you thought was dependent, that's finding its absence, <laughs> and that's what you should be focusing on. You are not looking to deny that there is something appearing. you're not looking to deny what is what, what is uh, 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 even the term convention, conventional sometimes it, it, it well can be uh, is very tricky so there's, there's your reality, you have pain, you have pleasures, you have this and that, there's light, there's darkness, there's, uh, uh, you know, different things are happening. And these things, when they come to the mind, uh, the mind gives it, superimposes upon these things a, na- a nature. And that nature that it superimposes upon it, that nature doesn't exist. So you have now your mind holding on to a created object or created entity. So it's like there, there there is the there is the there is the thing that is appearing, and because of how your mind is messed up, crazy, it's superimposed upon this a uh, uh, nature. So he doesn't see this anymore, all he sees is what is superimposing. Okay. And your job in looking, seeking wisdom is to seek in a sincere way to establish that this is true. And since this has no truth whatsoever, since it's created by your mind, when you really look for it, you find its exact, exact opposite, and in finding its exact opposite, it disappears. It's like it cannot be presenting itself when its opposite is being presented. Now, what is this opposite? <laughs> That's what all the disagreements are about. Okay? So, I beg you, stop trying to figure out what, what this is. Okay? Everything, if it exists, is a dependent arising. And just stay there. Just stay there. Don't move. (laughs) Okay? If you move, you're going to end up making a mistake. Maybe. Mostly. Most likely. You're going to end up falling. Okay? Just stay there. Because as soon as you start moving away from that, then your mind is going to start looking for what is it um. Among all these things that exist, that is not that. Whether you're conscious of it or not, your mind's gonna start looking for that, and that's how you fall into the the the, the, the different the different understandings. Okay. Yes, this this doesn't exist, but that exists. And when you say it exists, what are you, your simp- whenever you say exists, you're simple. This is what you're doing. Exist is this? Is this you're superimposing. imposing? Okay. Everything that exists is just mere. What you what you are seeing as existing objects, what you are seeing is a mere relationship. It's a mere relationship. Because of this, that happens. (coughs) Cause effect, and that's it. And when you start looking at okay, what's the real cause? Then, you're, then, you're, then that's it. You, you, you're trying to look for something that is not cause and effect anymore. That you're looking for something that is not interdependent anymore. Okay. So, whatever it is, is a mere, you know, it, it's a mere coming together of, of, of things. Okay. And the mere coming together of things itself has that nature of being, sub, of being what? Just mere coming together of things, okay? So whatever level that you're looking at reality, you, you, you end up with just mere coming together of things. Okay? And your mind, the mind might, might want to find, okay, there has to be something that is not that, that is causing this mere relationship to, to occur. So it's like saying, uh, there must be something in ice that is not water. That's what your mind is actually doing, okay? What is ice? It's water. But what is it really, (laughs) okay? So asking what is it really is like you, you, you refuse to accept just that bare fact that's in front of you. It's water, okay? So whatever is appearing before you is just a mere relationship. That means that's all there is. There isn't anything else. So, in looking at this arising, then we think, uh, then we have all these different uh, uh, elaborations about what what this mere arising is supposed to be. We think that there must be actual non-mere arising that comes together and they, they, they produce mere arising. And that doesn't make sense. But you have to put it in your mind in this way so that you can make no sterile Stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> stop looking for, for, the, for something that is not mere arising. Okay? Even the, the, the looking for that is not accepting mere arising. It's not accepting what is evident in front of, in front of you. And if you were to find some phenomena that is not mere arising, that would have completely smashed the, the idea that everything is just mere arising. Okay. So throwing the words self-existent, since it has such, uh, since it's so loaded with different, so many different uh, interpretations, just saying, oh, it's lack, it's lack of inherent existence that may not have... As far as your, your gut feeling is concerned, it has no meaning whatsoever. It's just words in your mind. And you keep playing with those words. You're never going to get to where you really want to get to. Remember, I'm suffering. This is conditioning of suffering. What is the antidote that ends this? Your, your goal wasn't to get, to, to get yourself into some... Uh, uh, some uh, intellectual uh, uh, abstract. That's not the goal. The goal was to put an actual experiential end to this condition of suffering. And when you get to that point, you th- there should be this condition starting to uh, lose, starting to, starting to disappear, starting to uh, cease to exist. Okay? That's, that's what should be happening not just some intellectual abstract thing happening in your mind so uh, there's reality there's your ignorant mind there's the contact and the ignorant mind superimposes something on, on, on it and that superimposition, that's super, what you're superimposing is what they, 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 it's been called self-existent nature. Okay? Now, what is this That is that your mind is superimposing on? Mere. Mere what? Arise. Mere rising. And it, what is it superimposing on it? Not mere rising. Okay? And when, it's super, when you start to get sophisticated... You think you're getting sophisticated. <laughs> and since the mind is just ignorance, so it starts to believe that what, what you're looking for into seeking to deny is not, it's not just the, what you're superimposing on reality, but the reality itself. You think what is obstructing you from achieving freedom is reality itself. You have to remove reality. And you may not even think that you're doing that, but you have to be very careful. There's a subtle line of demarcation where you, you might, uh, what is called, de- negating too much or not negating enough. And before that becomes just mere philosophical, you know, gymnastic going on in your head, go back. okay. ignorant mind see experiences reality and then ignorant mind experiences reality <laughs> ignorant mind superimposes something on it and it's holding on to that what is supposed super superimposing. So it is the object that is superimposing that doesn't exist at all. Only that doesn't exist at all. Okay. The ignorant mind Exists it is creating these illusions, and the reality that it's misunderstanding exists. What is the reality that exists? Mere arising, mere okay. And what the ignorant mind is doing is denying mere arising. It thinks that there's something that is not mere arising. Okay. I think I've talked enough. <laughs> I said I was going to be brief. Also, well, yeah, I broke that promise again. Uh, so I don't know. We have minus whatever minutes left to to meditate. So practically speaking, I'm to use this in your meditation. If you find your mind looking at, trying to understand, uh, or oh, it exists because of that, it exists because of that, and you and you're just focusing on the. Is this that? This and that. This and you're not looking at what is disappearing. Okay, because it exists. You no, know, there's this. There's this. Sorry, longer. There's this <laughs> super, 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 super imposition. Okay. Now, you want to know what is this superimposition, right? You're looking at it right now. So you have to look. You have to look far for it. Okay. You're looking at it right now. And then you start doing the analysis. And when this, by doing the analysis, oh, it is mere arising because of this, because of that. Don't look at the because of this and don't look at the because of that. Look at what's happening to this thing as you're doing because of this, because of that. And then see it disappear. Once it disappears, you have found wisdom. You have denied the existence of what your mind has been swearing exists. Okay. And that's what and you're supposed to keep your mind on that. It's like it's like it's not a new mantra has come up. It doesn't exist, it doesn't exist, doesn't exist, doesn't exist, doesn't exist, that doesn't exist, doesn't exist until it becomes you know your nature. That you know that you don't accept that it exists anymore. Okay. By keep keep looking at it. That's it. If you find your mind elaborating, making beautiful abstract, that's it. You you lost the meditation. You're not you're meditating on emptiness anymore. You're doing something else. You're writing a thesis on something. Okay. Okay. All right, so let's go. We have uh, minus whatever minutes left. (laughs) So here we are. Let's find emptiness. (laughs) How how do you define mirrorizing? Mirrorizing? Because of this exists because of that. Because of that, this exists. In other words, don't find an ultimate this. So quickly into your posture. Make your determination strong as to what you're going to do. And as you strengthen your determination, quickly check the posture, the legs and hands, elbows and shoulders, your back, head and neck. Eyes, mouth, teeth, tongue. five cycles as you bring your thinking, saying your th- thinking, thinking is happening in your heart center and recall as freshly as possible that sense of ease when we took the break and in the very recalling it infuse its quality into the presence. So, get the fuel of merely looking at the condition and light it with the fire of passion, determining, it very determined to get to the antidote. And try to have as vividly as possible the object that your mind believes exists and using any of the methods of analysis have a, make a sincere search for it and as you begin to make the search as you dismantle it don't look at the parts that are going flying out look at what's being left Stay mindful of the sense of ease you find yourself. From within that state, again, embrace all beings, look at their conditions, the problems that they are enduring, the happiness that they are striving to get. to. and wish so strongly that they be free of their problems, that they find true happiness. It's as if you were willing it to happen. Making this very condition of ease into what you're strongly wishing for. Dedicate the merits you gain through this pro- practice to help you achieve your ultimate goal. attention back to the breath staying aware of the breath gently become aware of the body once more starting from the top of the head and move until you reach the toes time to meditate. If you were just about to see directly, sorry to disturb you, <laughs> 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 you can pick it up you know, after. <laughs> so uh, we, we have, cl- we have this, this, uh, this, there's nothing happening next Friday, we have class.